Hey there, grab a snack, grab a beverage, have a seat at the table. We'll talk about some stuff, tell a story or two. I'm Uncle Cliffy, here with my good friend James. Hi. And thank you for joining us tableside at 16th Street. Hey kids, how's it going? I like how you say hey kids and I'm the only other person <laughs> on mic today. Hi, I'm, hi Uncle Cliffy. I'm talking to the people, the people that's listening. Hey kids. Oh, the listener. Yeah, the listeners, you know. <laughs> Talking to everybody. And we are glad you're here. How you doing, James? I'm good today. Alec? I'm eating spicy cheeses. <laughs> spicy cheese. Home- they are really spicy. Homemade spicy cheeses. Well, yeah. I didn't I didn't make the cheeses, but I made the spices. He was supposed to put on. three teaspoons of pepper flakes and he put three tablespoons. So they are like hot. <laughs> Listen, it ain't stopping him from eating them though. No, they're I'll not. tell you that much. All right, everybody, we are glad you're here. We are at episode four, right? I think so. Four episode. I think that's the case. Four, which is just before the fourth, the fourth of July of July, which we're very very excited about, and we're excited you're here. We're excited you're listening to us. We know you have a lot of options throughout the day you can spend your time doing, and we are so glad you've chosen us. Uh, be sure to hit up our socials. Uh, our Twitter handle is Tableside One Six. Our Instagram is Tableside One Six. You can even email us. At tableside16 at gmail.com. And you can find us on the Facebook at Tableside at 16th Street. Be sure to like and subscribe and do all the fun stuff. Share, share and comment. Yeah, share, comment. Get us boosted up on those charts. But anyway, we're glad you're here. Um, James, everything's going good with you over there, other than the spicy Cheez-Its? Yeah, my nose might start running at some point, but it's okay. Just right, We'll just well, run with it. So uh, let's jump into the Harding headline, because you, it's super important You want to jump today. on into that? All right, let's just yeah. get started then. So, you know, Fourth of July is coming up. Everybody's seen or heard the video. Back it up, Terry. Back it up. <laughs> well, there was a new one that <laughs> kind of hit, and it. I'm trying to remember when it actually happened. I think it was 2022. Um, and... You know, Simply Safe has cameras now, and Ring has all these cameras now. So this family cameras are everywhere. Look, yeah, don't do crime, or you'll do the time <laughs> because there's cameras everywhere. But uh, you know, we can we don't need to milk the cow from the inside, Cliff. We can just go ahead and get to the story. So let's let's. Uh, so this was a video that went out, and it went viral almost instantly because of because of what happened. This family's out in their front yard, and they've got their video camera. You know, from their Simply Safe alarm system, which I highly recommend, by the way. I used the email address. Just kidding. I was going to have you get a discount for me. But, uh, anyway, not sponsored, but just Not sponsored enjoy. by it, but enjoy. But. So they're shooting off fireworks, and, you know, they're not doing what we do, right? This is just a typical family thing, sitting out in their lawn chairs in the front yard. They're out by the street, and they're setting stuff off. And they set off a video, or they set off a firework. Instead of going up, it goes to the side, and what you're thinking is going to happen is not actually what happens. Um, what happens is, um, well, here I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you hear the calamity. So I don't know how well you're here. I'm gonna point my microphone down towards my computer, and if we have to, we'll dub it in. This is normal. It just went off. Uh oh. Okay, so I stopped it. Pull this back up and point it towards my face. So what has happened is this firework has gone to the side, and it went over underneath their minivan. And no, the minivan didn't explode yet. Um, what actually happened was that firework went into their entire stash of fireworks. 
And if you know anything about fireworks, it's all flammable and it's all explosive. So that firework went over there and caught their entire stash of fireworks on fire and boom, there they went. And that noise you were hearing, and what's so funny about this video, we'll post the video, is that as it's going on, you're just seeing explosions and then the entire camera's field of vision is filled with smoke. The van catches on fire and it's just absolute calamity. And so the family that posted it uh, it finally speaks out about <laughs> this video. A family in Nebraska is speaking out after a video of their catastrophic 4th of July fireworks accident went viral. It was originally posted on Reddit, um, which has since been removed, but it shows the partygoers' private home gathering preparing to enjoy a fireworks display before the worst happens. The fireworks are supposed to go up, but it did not, one of the homeowners <laughs> said. Um, they asked to remain anonymous to protect their privacy, but it caused another box of fireworks to ignite, and then the rest of the fireworks ignited, and then everything just went everywhere, and the rest is kind of history. Um, you can see adults lighting fireworks, and then I think what actually happens is a kid lights the fireworks. Um, fortunately, though, no one was hurt. That's the so key. that's the important thing. Oh, and a miracle, is that way. Yeah, it, it's, it is absolutely fortunate that no one was hurt the company that you know filmed it simply safe on their camera system said this is not really part of our marketing campaign no (laughs) so yeah i mean it's pretty crazy but i mean could you just imagine could you just imagine Listen, the first time i saw this video uh, as someone who's been to fireworks school and i actually have a license that i am a licensed pyrotechnician baby i was counting the number of things that were wrong with this like, just looking at the thumbnail, before anything even yeah. happens, I'm counting 16 things that are wrong yep. <laughs> with this picture that shouldn't be happening, and I can tell you exactly why all that happened, and I'm not too certain that the big explosion at the end, I'm not too certain that wasn't intentional. I think that might have been somebody dropped a firework or somebody dropped something in the box. Just, no. Just saying, because I've seen things like that happen before, but I'm just saying, but... uh yeah, it's it's funny that they've actually tracked the people down and the people have actually made some comments about it and they but uh yeah, it's um, I mean, I just, you know, to me that's much better than back it up, Terry. <laughs> that one will still be classic. But That is, but this one is yeah, absolute calamity. It's just, absolute it's just calamity. peaceful calm and then they do this and then it just goes bad and then the one lady jerks up the kid and Pulls them over, but yeah, it's funny. So if well, you haven't seen the video, it's going to be up on And, and like the mom sees it go sideways, she goes, who did that? <laughs> who did that? <laughs> who did that? Before it actually goes yeah. and blows. Oh, fireworks are dangerous, folks. They're dangerous. They are. They're all but super what are fun. About? Why do we shoot off fireworks? Man, that is what this today's episode is all about. We're going to talk about 4th of July and fireworks because, uh, because well, I, I'm trying to decide if Christmas or 4th of July is my favorite. But it doesn't matter because what's great about it is because 4th of July comes and then like half of the year later, it's Christmas. And then half of the year later, it's 4th of July. So it's a good midway point. Yep. Most of my money that's spent on stuff other than like housing and clothing and food and blah, 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 is spent on Christmas and 4th of July. Yep. I probably spend as much on Christmas as you spend on 4th of July. So we probably balance each other out in that a lot, but I love both. Just yeah, like you do. There's, there's so much fun. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today because it's awesome. I love this time of year. It's so much fun. And um, so obviously we celebrate 4th of July. We do fireworks to celebrate Independence Day. 
So, Cliffy, give us a brief history on Independence. So, Day. here's a super brief. And again, I would just want to. I would just want to make this statement. I am no scholar. Okay, I have a passing interest in history. I know a few things, and this is what either a I've been taught in school, or this is what I've learned on documentaries or. You <laughs> didn't podcasts. learn this from TikTok. Did not learn this from TikToks, which is run by uh, communist China. <laughs> okay, so Independence Day, birth of America. Years and years and years ago, we have a, a group of rebels over in England. They didn't like their situation, so they hopped on a boat and they came across the ocean. Many people have been referred to these as pilgrims. That's right, everybody. These are the pilgrims. They struggle quite a bit because it's like, what, six-month six month journey back in the day? Oh, I don't know. This was uh, I wasn't actually alive back then. Why don't we was, ask somebody who was? Hey, Mandy. Oh, no. <laughs> That's our, our live studio audience over there. So this is what sixteen hundreds? Can you can you fact check me on that? Sixteen hundreds? I thought it was the fifteen hundred, fourteen hundreds. I thought it was fourteen ninety two. Columbus sailed the That's ocean. That's Columbus, blue. but this was like a couple hundred years later is when these guys actually left England. It's it's just, this is something we should know. This actually sixteen twenty. Yeah, sixteen twenty. So anyway, they get over there. Um, they come over. They land. Sixty six days, by the way. Sixty six days. Okay. So yeah, three months. They get over here. Uh, they land on Plymouth Rock. They set up their colonies. They set up their little areas. Um, for several years, you know, many, many years, not like six months or whatever, but several years, everything was going pretty good. Um, they had a few dust-ups. There was a little thing called the French and Indian War. You know, that was that was kind of a bad deal. And there was there were some other dust-ups too. But, uh, but all in all, these folks have established a, you know, a firm colony in the U.S., or in the New World, as it was called at the time. Um, you know, of course, it was de- we're dealing with uh, commerce and trading up in the north, and then in the south was more agrarian, it was all farming. Um, the big three, or actually the big four, which I love this, right? Mm-hmm. This is what America was founded on. Yep. You guys ready? Sugar. <laughs> everybody loves their sugar. Tea. Yep. Everybody loves their caffeine. Tobacco. Yep. Got to have, have your, Gotta have your smoke. And rum, baby. But why is the rum gone? <laughs> I love this. I mean, this is this is real stuff, people. America was founded on rum, tea, tobacco, and sugar. Love it. Um, and people were getting rich. Yeah, they were. People were making bank because those four things, not only were we founded on, but those four things was what was wanted and desired throughout the world. And, uh, and we had it. We were able to give it to them. And, of course, the King of England, since uh, these folks were still considered English... Uh, he wanted his part, and uh, the colonies, as they were called at the time, they uh, they didn't really have the uh, representation that they wanted in Parliament. Parliament and, and the king was making a lot of laws and asking a lot of money from him, and uh, the colonies thought, uh, you know what, I, we need some representation there, and he said, nah, you guys are good. So we felt we could do it better. We just felt we could have a better form of government than what was what was already established. So on July 4th, 1776 is when the U.S. kicked the king to the curb. Actually, again, we weren't U.S. yet. We were still the colonies of the New World. We kicked the king to the curb. We said, no thanks. We declare our independence. Um, And this will be our Independence Day. Our Independence Day. Day. And by the way, Independence Day from Great Britain is the most celebrated day in all the world. Is it really? Not 4th of July. But Independence Day. Independence from Great Britain. Because there's a lot of countries that have independence yes. from England. Exactly. 
and it happens all year long. So I think that's interesting. Um, if you haven't seen, there's a great series. It's the miniseries, it's like eight, nine episodes. It's HBO did it several years ago. John Adams. Okay. Um, it is. I know him <laughs> from Hamilton. From nice. Hamilton, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's excellent, and it shows. There's the second episode of that season is all about uh, Adams and uh, and um, and Jefferson um, and Ben Franklin writing the Declaration of Independence, and like these guys didn't just go out and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it," you know. I mean, there was some thought, and they yeah. when they decided when they had that vote in that early Congress, when they said, "Okay, we're gonna do this." They sh- they do a good job in the series of showing just how like they all knew like this is freaking huge yeah like there was a weight to it and they did a good job of filming that because you're all- becoming a country you're, right you're declaring independence from a government and from a system that you're used to and you're doing something like you are starting a country yeah yeah you know and England had been around for a long time mm-hmm. so this was I mean this was this was nuts yeah hundred percent and and it was. Uh, and they talked about how um, this day will be celebrated for generations with, and they mentioned, they, they, he said, picnics and bands and parades mm-hmm. and, you know, and assemblies. And so, um, and so that was July 4th, 1776, the birth of our great nation. 150 years later, let's skip ahead. Anybody know what happened 150 years later? Well... There was a lot of things that happened between then and then. Right. We had, of course, the Civil War. Uh, we made it through that. It was rough, hard going. We made it through that. Uh, we had the Western expansion of, the, of, the, of our country. Um, we had Industrial Revolution. Uh, we had the, the so-called War to End All Wars, which was World War One. Um, but it didn't. It did not. No. Um, and so, um, that, so at that point, we're at a hundred. We're at nineteen twenty-six, um, and. There was a lot that went down in that 150 years, and a lot of growing pains for our country. And we, but we really grew, and it was we made it through it. So then we go 50 more years, and at this point we go through the Great Depression. Oh, yeah, uh, we've made it through World War II. We've made it through Korean War. We've made it through Vietnam. Again, not easy, right? Um, but we made it through. Um, we've we've seen the rise of the of the suburban communities. You know, the cities were huge, and people started moving out of the cities after World War II. Uh, we've seen technological advancements during this time. Uh, vaccines, TV, interstate travel, yep. which was created by anyone? Anyone? You in the back? That's right. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. I was getting okay. ready to say Eisenhower. Yeah. And do you know why he created I this? I know why. Why? Well, Eisenhower created the interstate system in order to have places where planes could land across the country. Like, that's part of the reason why you have such straight paths on interstates. And you'll have straight paths often for certain distances so that planes could land without having to have a runway. Also, to connect troops and to move military the troops back and fast. Forth. And, yeah, because who knew, who knew when we were going to get invaded, right? Because right. that's just the world they lived in. Um, we had uh, the Tennessee Valley Association, or authority, I'm sorry, not association. We're bringing power to the rural areas. Now, some Areas in Arkansas, I think, are still kind of struggling with, with that, and maybe some Tennessee. Uh, Alec knows. He's been there. <laughs> He's seen it. Um, you know, and we're kind of dealing with that stuff, trying to get, you know, uh, Wi-Fi and, uh, you know, broadband to those areas now still. But 
But anyway, that was huge because that gave a lot of those guys coming back from the war, that gave them a lot of jobs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were making some money. We were doing all right. We, were, we actually landed and returned somebody from the moon multiple times. Yep. Multiple times within, within a 50-year span, y'all. This There's a lot of people that think we only went once. Like, no, no multiple, multiple times. times. Some people think we haven't been at all. But we'll get into that in a future episode. We don't want to talk about your coworker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. So at that point, 1976, the bicentennial, bicentennial. baby, 200 now, years. I was not born yet. I was yet one. I was, I was a wee one. So I don't remember it, but this is the year. Uh, in the schools that I've been to as far as for fireworks training and things like that, this is the year that they talk about. 1776 was the re- year that fireworks really exploded. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you got that one. <clears throat> and the reason was, was because it was the bicentennial. <clears throat> Excuse me. 200 years of struggling, of strife, of building this country, and it, it was time to have a blast. It was time to have some fun. And so these fireworks that, uh, at the time, they were, they were, they were pretty, pretty rudimentary. Basic, pretty you crude, know, yeah. Some fountains, some bottle rockets, and things like that. But, uh, but this is when it really started happening. And, you know, you, you ask your question, why, why are fireworks fun? Well, one thing, one of the philosophies that I've lived by all my this life. This is such a great quote. Right? Everyone get ready to, like, mark this down in your book of inspirational quotes that you need to just have with you at any given moment. I, I used to tell this to the kids that I that I worked with up in Virginia and they love this one too, but this is this is pretty awesome. If you can add beef or danger to any situation, it always makes it better. Always. Always. And that's why fireworks are fun because, because in fireworks you can add both. You can have both. That's why the fourth of July is so freaking fantastic. Because you have beef you're cooking all day, but then you're blowing stuff up. And I mean, really, what's not to like about small, colorful explosions? <laughs> I mean, who's who's not going to like that? Right, exactly. Oh man! And for me, and I, again, we've we've talked about how we grew up a little bit different. But for me, fireworks. Some of my earliest memories are around fireworks. Um, we used to have the. Uh, I don't know how I don't know what the rules are in Missouri, but in Arkansas, June twentieth was the day. That's when fireworks stands open. And they, and when I was a kid, they had these like plywood, like wooden shacks that they would just pop up on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be these bright yellow shacks, and they would have people inside, and they'd like four or five shelves of fireworks. And you walk up to the stand, and you say, "Hey, I want that, that, and that," and they hand them to you. Right? None of this walking through these mega stores or air conditioned buildings picking out your fireworks. And now we just do it online. Yeah, exactly. No, we we pretty much always had the tents. You can always tents, go in the tents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything, they've moved away from the wooden fire hazards yeah. <laughs> that they were. Um, but, uh, you know, we would go to these stands. And my parents, they, they would always buy, you know, sack loads of stuff. And it was it was like the snakes and the sparklers and, you know, packets of firecrackers and bottle rockets and maybe a fountain or two. And um, I remember when we got some one year and uh, on the 4th of July, we waited till it was dark. And we had a big picnic at my mama's house. She lived, you know, about a mile or so from us. And uh, they had us rode. Behind their house, that it like led to a church, and that was it. There, so there was nobody going on it. So Dad and I went back on that street, and I thought we were sneaky, right? I thought we were doing something we're not supposed to, because <laughs> you know we're playing in the street in the middle of the night. And uh, you know, Dad would sit there, and he would he would light these fireworks. And again, this was before punks. 
Right. So we're lighting them like match or a lighter. we were like we were using matches at this time. Um, you know, because my folks didn't smoke, so we didn't have cigarette lighters. But mom and mama and papa they sat from the back porch and they watched it. And then so that was some of my earliest memories. Then in the uh, mid nineties, this is when the consumer grade fireworks really started stepping up. This is when you started coming up with your what they call the cakes. Now you guys have seen these right there in the they're in the stands. They look like big boxes. <clears throat> and you just light one fuse, and there may be 16 different effects or 20 different effects in this box, and these are called cakes. And you've got a couple of different sizes of cakes that consumers can buy. you got your 500-gram, and you got your 250-gram. The 250 are a little smaller. Um, and they also had the invention of the reloadable shell. Now, this is, this is where it's at. This is where you have the cardboard tube, and you can drop a shell in there, you light the fuse and you run away and it shoots up in the sky. And guess what? You're not done yet because you've got a whole six-pack more of these things. <clears throat> so you can drop them in there and fire them and they're, they're ready to go. So those, those are a lot of fun. Um, then that, right around this time, right around the late 90s, is when my love and my passion for fireworks really started kicking in. Uh, my cousins had a house out edge of town. They had a swim pool, big yard with volleyball and everything. And we'd have a big party all day long. Like we'd get there. The whole like, family. And the whole noon. Yeah, the there's, there's and like a yeah. hundred of us, right? Well, maybe not hundred, but maybe 50 at least. Our friends and other people come, folks from church and everything. And uh, in 98, my cousin and I, we both worked for the church at the time. We were both kind of interns at the church. And so we actually went up and we went to the church on the 4th of July night because we both had keys, mm-hmm. right? If anybody found out this, we may get in trouble. But they had a portable sound system in one of the uh, student youth rooms, in one of the <laughs> worship rooms. So we boxed it up and we took it down and we loaded in the truck and we took it to his house. And we had some speakers and everything. And we So this was the first time we put like music. We, we could put music to fireworks. And we thought it was the best thing. Um we would send the youngest kid around to the rest of the family to uh, to gather money. Yep, to be cute and be like, right. give me some can money. Can we have some money for fireworks? And everybody knew it was coming. So they Please, would throw, sir, can I have some more? They would throw money in the hat, and we'd take it, and we'd go up to the stand and buy as much as we could, and we'd come back with all this stuff, and we'd just have a blast with it. And then that was also when we learned how to, that you actually need to secure the tubes to boards because those things would tip over quite frequently. Oh yeah. Well, and you'd have a situation like that video that exactly. I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Cause that's one thing those people did not do. They obviously did not secure theirs. Um, <clears throat> so that was around, you know, just before 2000 and in 2000 and 2001 and 2002, I was actually in Washington DC at this time during the 4th of July. Um, so that was really cool. Because we got to go what we called to the yard, which they actually called the, the National Mall. Okay. It's where all the monuments are and everything in the big yep. you know, grassy area. Oh boy, those fireworks there. That oh, I was, bet. Because you're in the Capitol. Oh and, man. Yeah. And it's and you're like you're seeing it explode right over the uh, Lincoln Memorial, mm. over the reflecting pool and everything. Just really, really, really cool. Um so we did that for a few years. So I didn't really get to light any or do my own fireworks at those times. But when I came back and moved back home, a friend of mine, we started, uh, we found out that there is a fireworks school up in Missouri that you could go to and learn how to do, 
it was specifically for like the firemen that were going to do the professional shows gotcha. and, and they were going to do, you know, the big stuff. But they gave a lot of good tips and a lot of things that we could use. And we started implementing into our show. And one of the things we started implementing was the electronic firing system. Indeed. This made things so much better. It's a lot of setup on the front end. You got to fuse it all together. But uh, once you get that done, you push two or three buttons and you could just get to sit back. Because we would sweat our tails off. Running up, loading, coming back, running up, loading, you know. Let's see, we still sweat our tails off. We just sweat our tails off earlier. Right, right, yeah. But we never really got to enjoy the show as a whole. Because you were too busy doing it, not able to just survive. Or you were too busy actually learning to survive (laughs) and figuring things out. So, um, anyway, so we've really learned. We've grown a lot. Uh, We've got. So I come along in 2016, I think. Yeah, so it was my first year. And, uh, you know, to kind of give a little bit of my backstory, I grew up very afraid of fireworks. Um, I was, again, the youngest. Cliff was the oldest. So he probably did this to his siblings. I don't know. But my in my family, I was the one that got picked on. So they would do the bottle rocket. They would shoot the bottle rockets at each other, put it at the end of a BB gun, light it, and then shoot it at people. I was usually the target. <laughs> uh, my cousins, we, we did that um, quite a bit. And yeah. then uh, sparklers, I I don't know. I guess I just, I never knew that we had to move the sparkler. And so, uh, what's the time? You didn't show me, and I don't know what you're doing. Now I'm like, okay, come on, man. So, um, <clears throat> our producer over here not telling me how much time we've got, and I'm the one talking. <laughs> so, I, uh, was always, I would burn myself on the sparklers, and then... The ultimate terrible thing that happened was we were shooting off fireworks and we had the 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 favorite of everybody, the Saturn missile. And I don't know what happened, but our Saturn missile didn't go up. It went sideways. Oh, no. And it went sideways directly to where I was. And so I ran away screaming, jumped in the car, and the Saturn missiles were literally hitting the windshield. <laughs> and so I was like, oh. so I was terrified of fireworks. So fireworks for me most of my life were a thing that was good from a distance. And then I come along. And meet Cliff, and Cliff turns me into a little bit of a mini pyro, um, to the point where I have my own electronic firing system now. And and Cliff and I um, spend an exorbitant amount of money every year on fireworks displays and do all kinds of stuff. And you know the reality is it's just good fun, and we make it we make it something that we want people to enjoy. Um, we want the family to enjoy it. It's a gift. It's a gift to the family. You know, That's how and I see it. We we put it to music. We time it. We come up with different ways to do things. And it really is just a great time to like, I've learned how to build fireworks racks and, you know, I've actually got a few that I got to build coming up. So he's right. Things have definitely grown and changed for him. And what's really cool is I've, I've just for the last eight years now been able to be a part of it. So that's, that's been a lot of fun. It is every year we learn, uh, we learn something new. Uh, every year there's something. Do you remember that year that we were shooting and we accidentally loaded the wrong size mortar shells in the wrong size tubes? And it went up and exploded, and it was called a, a low break. And then you and our your cousin, and we're all like, yeah! And then Mandy's in the front of the house with a radio going, Cliff! Cliff, are you still alive? Cliff! Because <laughs> nobody listening. can see us. Yeah, You weren't listening, and so I'm like, Cliff, you need to answer your sister. She's having a heart attack up there because yeah, she doesn't know what's concerned. happening. Because yeah. from their side, all they heard was a low break and saw it break below the level of the house, and then us screaming. <laughs> so they... <laughs> Had no idea if we were like in pain, if we were alive, if we were dead. I was like, "Yeah, we probably need to answer." Yeah, and you just get there. We're fine. We're good. We're good. Moving on. Leave me yeah, alone. that's. Um, I mean, it's science. You know, if the shell's that much bigger than the tube or smaller than the tube, it's not going to have gonna compression, compression, and it's not going to go in the air. That lift charge isn't going to work. So, 
all those things that you learned in school, it, it takes effect when you're doing fireworks. But uh, And we just want to give you some advice right now. If you go to the fireworks stand and you see that package of things that's like as tall as you are, and it's got that girl with the hat on, <laughs> and it's got some like goofy stuff. Don't buy that the, stuff. The that's variety not, pack. Yeah, that's not the good stay stuff. Stay away from that. That's not the stuff you want to buy. I promise. You want to you want to go to the boxes that say cakes, and you want to go to the boxes that say mortar shells. Yeah, that's just, what you want to do. You know, and if you don't have a lot of money, it's it's fine. Some of those little smaller, two fifty gram cakes they they pack a lot, they pack and they're a still lot better than. Than those a lot of variety stuff packs, yeah, and and you're going to save a lot of money, and some people are just still snakes and sparklers people, and that's cool. Andrea loves the pooping puppy. Whatever, <laughs> the pooping puppy's fun. Uh, yeah, whatever you want to do, but it's it's fun. But the Fourth of July has just really been one of my favorites for a long time. Um, one of the good comedians, Jim Gaffigan, he has a quote, and I I'm paraphrasing of course, but he talks better about how the Fourth of July is that one holiday where well, I don't I don't normally eat two hamburgers, a steak and a ribs and a hot dog, but you know, it's the fourth of July, might as well. <laughs> that just so, sounds like a Friday night. Right, yeah. So but it's you know, stuff like that happens and I know a lot of people, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drink the beer and shoot the fireworks. That's dangerous, no, folks. That's just, not smart. Just don't do it. Don't do it, man. Because uh things like this on that video that uh, Wear shoes, wear clothes. Wear shoes, yeah. You know don't, we don't do stupid stuff. We 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 put on a big show, but we do it safe. Um, so if you'd like an invitation, email us at tableside16 right. at yes. gmail.com. And let us know why you should be invited to And there party. may be a small fee associated with it, <laughs> mainly just in gas money to get to the show. <laughs> Bring your lawn chair and a drink and a snack. Don't come empty-handed, because that's happened before, and those people don't get to come back. You will regret it. <laughs> those people don't get to come back. You will regret it. But anyway, tell us what you think. Tell us what some of your favorite... Fourth of July memories are, and if you've had a Fourth um, of July mishap, we'd everybody love to has. Know about it. And, and, and hey, we'd listen, love to know about listen, it. folks, we're not saying we're perfect. Um, we have damaged tubes. Um, we have. I've been hit by fireworks many oh, times. That time it rained. Oh, on us, and we just sat out there with the tarps and just Over, and holding them down and getting rained on. Yeah, and I had to call my wife. Like, you need to bring me a shirt. I don't want to have to go back home. You're two minutes from the house. Please turn around and go. We get were me a shirt. shivering that night. Shivering that night. It was so cold, but it was great. It was fun. Well, um, our producer is telling us we're at time. It's time. All right. Well, there's guys, so much more we could talk about on this. There really is, and both from the historical in, in, importance of Fourth of July and Independence Day, and from fireworks and fireworks safety and fireworks fun. Absolutely. Um, and and hit us up if if you need to know some fireworks tips. If you need to know, hey, what are some good fireworks to buy? Where should I go? Let me know. Let us know. Ask about it in the comments, and we'll we'll be sure to answer that because we. Uh, I want to help people have a good 4th of July and have a good way to celebrate this fantastic country that we live in. We got you problems. Want to come out and learn from us. We'll put you to work. Yeah, man. We, we this uh we're worth celebrating, right? This country's had some stuff. We've been through some junk. Still going through some junk. But man, have we have we been victorious about some things? Oh, heck yeah. Are are we we've done some amazing things as a country. So, I think as uh our former governor, Asa Hutchinson, says our best days are ahead of us. Mm. I think that's it. And again, I think that is worth celebrating. So get out there and celebrate, folks. And as we always say, that's it. And that's all. Tableside at 16th Street is produced by Hand F. No, wait, that's not right. H&F Productions. 
for all your ABL install, rental, and support needs. Find out more at hnfproduction.com.